0: Hello and welcome to OK post Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about Married at First Sight, Season 15, Episode 15. So let's go ahead and get into it, okay? But first, let's start with the highlights. Now, I like to do highlights of each couple. And basically, highlights are just, you know, the main thing that stood out for me for the couple in the episode. So and it is just a way of just, you know, just Pointing them out in just a few words or less, so basically Lindsay and Miguel, so the highlight with these two for me this episode was basically how weird it was that they started off by working out their issue, or oh, there were differences you know over the weekend with their with Miguel's attitude, but then they ended up <laughs> by the end of the episode right back where they started, so that was kind of interesting, but we'll talk about it. Uh, next, Stasia and Nate. And the highlight I got here is I was wondering to myself, does Stasia really want a partner and a husband, or does she just want a roommate and she's in love with the idea of having a husband? Um, and again, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I don't want to go in too deep. We'll, we'll talk about that later on. Christian and Mitch. I honestly did finally feel that uh, they were at a place where they were starting to understand one another without it being a big brawl. Does that make sense? Like the other person can express themselves and, you know, there was an enemy misunderstanding. Like they're at a decent, good place where I think they probably know what they want to do. Decision day. So anyway, there wasn't really much with them this episode, but that is what I did pick up just overall. Uh, Alexis and Justin, okay, so it's a wrap, <laughs> that's exactly what I have, I said it's a wrap, Justin is done, it's a no, <laughs> he is no longer playing charade, or house, excuse me, he is no longer playing house with Alexis, so I am kind of happy for my boy, um, that he f- he's finally here, better now than, you know you know, later, a few weeks down the road, but either way, we'll talk about it. All right, so let's head on over, and we're going to go ahead and get started first with uh, Lindy and Miguel. Okay, so here we are with Lindy and Miguel. So they open up with Everyone is Still, because remember last week, right? So this the show last week, excuse me, ended where they were playing a game, um, and I believe each couple was separated so they were on opposite teams. I don't remember what they were playing but anyway, so they're still there at the park and apparently you know, as we remember Lindy and Miguel got into it and so it opens up on this episode with the team still separated. I think it was like four and four and Miguel was expressing to uh, the other couples his, that I'm assuming that he had recognized at this point that yeah, he was a little off rocker over the weekend but he was addressing some of the issues uh, that he had about Lindy and how he felt that you know she was not self-aware and she couldn't read a room and um, and she was just easily distracted just some things that really bothered him and so he was just talking about that and also I believe he was mentioning how he believed that he was wrong and out of place but he was telling them about the issues that they were having and then Lindy was on the other side talking to the other couples about the same thing about how he's just been really moody this week and he's been snappy and he's been mean to her and all she's trying to do is, um, you know, be there for him but she doesn't know what else she's supposed to do, and the other couples are basically just encouraging them to talk and work things out and that this is just part of the marriage process, uh, so we open we go to Lindy and uh, so we go to. Lindy is just sitting off to the side by herself, and she's crying. Um, and Miguel walks up to her, and he asks if it's okay if they talk. Uh, and she said that that was fine; she was open to it. And basically, she just, as I stated, that she had been crying, and she says that she f- she's just really kind of tired of crying. And she was saying that she feels that she's doing a lot in this marriage that she has to continuously filter herself, that she can't just be who she is because she was really, truly to be her true Lindy, that she's afraid that that would scare Miguel off and that he would leave. Um, And he does admit that he had been annoyed with her all weekend. And he also did say that he had some other stuff going on uh, just in general with his life. And of course, you know, then they also had this getaway thing for the weekend for all the couples. So it was just, it, he just had a lot going on. They did both, long story short, ask for um, one another's apology, and it was granted and accepted. So Lindy accepted Miguel's apology, and Miguel accepted Lindy's apology. All right, so we move on. The retreat basically ends, and basically we get a shot of everybody in the car, and they're driving to their respective homes or apartments or whatever. So we come back later uh, to Miguel and Lindy. So... I believe that they were on a couch when it comes to them in their apartment. And so Miguel is saying to Lindy that he does have some concerns. And so he was basically saying after last weekend, you know, and now getting back home, I've just had some times to think. And I'm just wondering, I'm just concerned whether or not we'll be able to actually really make this work. Uh, and then Lindy, of course, is expressing how she feels like he's always ready to throw in the towel. And he's always ready to just give up on her and give up on their marriage. And you can always tell when she starts to get a little uh, agitated with him because there is a toneness and a pitchness in her voice that does go up. Uh, But anyway, instead of just having just a general, normal, elevation tone conversation like where Miguel is always at when he's talking to her with her, It just goes up. But, again, that she is who she is, and if that's how she talks whenever she feels a little threatened by something, I I guess that's fine. But, anyway, so, yeah, so she's basically saying that, you know, she wished that he wouldn't always be ready to give up on them. Or she says she wishes that he, excuse me, was not always ready to just give up on the relationship and that she would fight for it and that marriage is hard um and it's only been what six seven weeks or so and she says you know it it, it takes a lot to sustain a marriage and you're going to discover the good and bad in one another but um but she's never talked about giving up on him or giving up on them and then she says stuff like this when he talks like that it really scares her so we come back to them later on and so they decide to go to the gym. And Lindy did say that she didn't want to work out, because she said working out is not her thing. <laughs> she said, look, I can be your cheerleader, boo. I, you know, I put on the little cheerleading outfit. I got my pom-poms. I'll cheer you on. And she kept saying, girl, you got it. Good job. Keep going. And so she said she can cheer him on, but um, the workout, yeah, but this is not my thing. I, you know, I, I'm gonna let you have this one. So anyway, so that was, that was, that was interesting. I, I was kind of thinking, Lindy, just go ahead and do the workout. <laughs> you know, I think everybody should work out. There isn't a such thing as working out isn't my thing, but I understand what she's saying as well. But it, it does help if she just does, even if she does 15, 20 minutes of cardio or something on the treadmill, um, but she, you should always incorporate some type of physical fitness in your life. And it's a good thing. It's going to help your overall health and extend the longevity of your life, right? So anyway, I'll get off of that soapbox. Now, they eventually get back home, and I believe it was Miguel who went to check the mail. And when he went to check the mail, guess what was inside? <laughs> I can't believe it took this long. But, yeah, I guess it did. Um, her insurance card. Yes. And she was so happy. And and this moment, yes, I'm just going to be happy for her that um, the thing that she went off on Miguel about, um, week, was it uh, week one? Well, not week one, but that first week after their honeymoon, they came home and they had that big blow up. Every since then to now, she's just getting her insurance card. But anyway, so she got her insurance card, and she's happy. And she says she can finally go see a doctor and not worry about getting hit by a truck. <laughs> uh, yes. And it's interesting, though, because now that she got her insurance card, the season is ending in, what, a week or two? So how is that going to work? Because if they s- decide to both stay married on decision day, then great, she's covered. If they decide to not stay married, what happens to her insurance? Does he have to continue to pay for her until open enrollment again? Um, you know, who knows when that is. And so now he's forced to have to cover her, or can he remove her? I don't know. So but yeah, that also doesn't explain why Lindy just cannot get her own insurance. But we won't we won't go backwards. If, anyway, I just have to just speak on it. <laughs> i just had to say that okay so where do we go from here okay so they're continuing their conversation so this is a heavy lindy and miguel episode so they're talking still and basically the last name issue comes up right so they're having a conversation about the last name. Miguel's saying why it's so important for him, for his wife, to have her last name. And so, long story short, Lindy basically just tells Miguel, look, I'm fine just being an Elway, right? And I believe that's her last name um, forever. Like, I don't have to take your last name. And so finally he said, you know what? That's fine. Just keep it. We'll just just keep it like that. And so, again, remember, guys, I would mentioned last week, Miguel knows her triggers and he knows what to do where he can gain some kind of um, control in their relationship. And because he knows she's afraid of him saying no on decision day and deciding to not stay married, right? So, and she knows how much he wanted at the beginning for her to take his last name. Just the fact that he just told her, you know what, boo, it's okay. Just go ahead and just you stay in Elway, it's fine. For her, that look in her eye when when they, when they bulged out and she was like, oh crap, if he's no longer concerned about me taking his last name, then is he done? Hmm. So yeah, I did uh, peep that. But yeah, so that says a lot when he's like, you know what, it's okay, we'll, we'll just keep the, you can just go ahead and keep the Elway. You don't have to take my last name. Interesting, we'll see. So anyway, so they're having friends come over um, and it was just two friends. I think it was one was Miguel's friend who does Dungeons and Dragons with him. And the other friend was Lindy's friend. So they come over. They've never played um, Dungeons and Dragons. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. And after watching this episode, I will never play (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, what in the world? People get together to play this? Okay, I don't want to knock it if anybody does play this. (laughs) I just, I didn't get it. Even after Miguel's explanation, I was like, what? (laughs) So anyway, okay, so they come over. Good time to be had by all, right? So they have drinks, and they have their little um, dungeon and dragons creatures or something on the table, and the map of this made-up, place or something and their headgear or head costume or whatever they Miguel's looking all berry and I don't know who Lindy is supposed to be and I don't know if the friends are supposed to be witches because they have capes but anyway whatever so they explain the rule of the game and I'm not gonna get into it (laughs) low-key so when Miguel was saying something about the character being married and the wife leaving and somebody coming and taking her or or something. It's so funny because there's a moment when Lindy was kind of smiling a little bit, then her smile turned to like, what? What are you talking about, Willis? (laughs) And I kind of felt in that moment that she thought maybe, is he talking about us? But it was funny later on when she just did kind of say in her one-on-one, I was wondering if he was talking about our relationship and our marriage, but I don't think he was. But I I did kind of have a small, slighted inkling that maybe she was thinking that he was talking about their marriage. But it was not too much of a big deal. Um, Lindy and her friend really just couldn't get into the game they weren't interested they thought it was kind of weird and I can understand because I thought it was kind of weird too you know so I totally understand where they were coming from it's okay how do we play this (laughs) you know it's not like playing checkers or chess or playing cards or monopoly. it's like what okay what (laughs) who is that where are they and I'm supposed to make like so I totally understand we're, we're good here, Lindy. Okay, all right, but you know what? A for effort, right, just for, you know, going along with it and, and just playing the game and having fun and, you know, not taking it too serious, so kudos to her there. Okay, so let's move on. So they now, the game is over <laughs> by Dungeons & Dragons. So now Lindy is, I believe she's in her bedroom or somewhere, and she's with her friend, and they're talking. And Miguel is with his friend, and they're talking. And so Lindy is telling her friend how Miguel has been amazing. He's been great. We've had such a good time. Everything's been great right until last weekend. (laughs) And now 4.5, Mindy is back. Sarcasm. 10.5, Mindy. (laughs) She says she feels that Miguel wants her to strip all of who she is, right? Because now her voice is getting elevated. She's, you know, they're starting to bleep her. Because, <laughs> you know, when, Mindy, when Lindy gets upset, her voice rises, she starts, starts cursing. So she's saying that he wants me to strip all of who I am. She feels that he... Um, doesn't like it when she gets easily distracted and she can't help that because that's just who she is uh, and that he won't let her just be who she is. And she says that she just can't take that anymore. She also expresses concern, like I mentioned earlier, about, you know, she feels that she has to hold herself back some from really imploding, I'm assuming, on him or really letting him know how she feels um, because it may, the way it comes out, right, will not be good, (laughs) right? And that's what scares her because if that Lindy was to come out, quote unquote, Miguel would definitely run for the hills, decision day, be like, okay, I'm done, I'm not doing this, and she's gonna find herself divorced. So I'm thinking, okay, what, so you're going to just try to hinder it till after decision day and then blow up? I, I don't understand. But anyway, so that was that. So Miguel, so anyway, the, their conversation, because also Miguel is talking to his friend as well um, about Lindy. And to be honest, I really didn't catch all of it because I was in the middle of doing something, and I didn't go back and rewatch it. But I believe that he was also just sharing, um, you know, with his friend, about how he acknowledges that, you know, he was a little moody and had some attitude over the weekend and he, he is taking ownership of that. But he was also just saying about some of the issues that him and Lindy were having. I don't believe that he was speaking negative about Lindy because I've, he just, when Miguel speaks about Lindy, it's not like putting her down. It's not negative. It's not like taking jabs at her like how, let's say, Alexis does Justin. But he just lays out concerns that he has about her and how she may um, react or how she responds to things and the impact of that on the marriage overall, if that makes sense. But anyway, that's what I kind of got from his conversation. But anyway, so their friends leave. Miguel walks them out the door. Um, and he comes back to have a conversation with Lindy and apparently it was brought to his attention or he found out I don't know how it came about but that Lindy um, was talking about Miguel as he says in in a negative manner with her friend Um, and he said that he just didn't really like that Um, now we know again as I just stated that he talked about Lindy with his friend but I, I like I just mentioned I don't believe it was ever negative. It's just in a manner of just saying, what here are the concerns that I have when she acts like this or acts like that. You know, whereas sometimes Lindy can go a little off and who the F and the S and the, and you know, and again, she's who she is and I want her to be her true self, but I'm just saying the contrast of the two in a sense. Again, just in my opinion, doesn't mean that I'm right. I'm just stating my observation. So, he was basically just telling Lindy that you know, for him, that's a no-no. That if we have issues, I would prefer that you bring the issue to me versus going to your friend. Number two, he also feels that he doesn't know if he can if he can do this anymore. Right? That you know, all the little things that she does and it's just too much, and he would just prefer that you know she comes to him. Um, and apparently, just long story short, I think is it decision day is next week or the week after. I don't know. But he's realizing that he has some decisions that he needs to make. So I'm just gonna go ahead and wrap them up. Here there isn't really too much more to go get into. We're gonna go ahead and get into Stasia and Nate later. But just in closing with Miguel and Lindy, um, I,. Y- 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 um, <laughs> okay, I think that what they should do in the next, whatever, the week or two weeks that's left um, in finally making that decision for decision day is Miguel needs to realize Lindy, if I'm not wrong, is 27 or 28, I think. She is who she is, okay? She's fully developed. This is her personality. You cannot change or alter her, okay? Number one. Number two. And I should have said, okay, pause. (laughs) But number two, (laughs) um, she's going to flare up, right? She's going to get upset. She's going to have that elevation in her tone um, sometimes. Maybe when you're just asking her a simple question, right? Uh, She is always going to be fearful of you leaving. She is going to be distracted right? Unless she puts in some effort and you guys sit down and you tell her what some of your concerns are and see, you know, how you can help her work towards some of those things, right? But if not, you've spent eight weeks, let's just say, come next week or whatever with her. This is her. You either accept her or you don't. But we are past the point of (laughs) trying to change people, right? You can't change anyone, an individual has to want to change themselves. It doesn't help when someone else says, you need to change this and you need to change that because it won't happen. It may, right, for like a day or two, maybe max, you know, seven days. It's They're always going to revert back because the desire or the interest to change or grow, it's not coming from them, it's coming from an outside source. So it's more effective when, if, let's go back to Lindy, if Lindy is the one who wants to change and that's coming from inside of her, that's when the change really takes effect. Lindy, this is Miguel. Now Miguel is gonna be supportive, he's gonna have your back, and like I said, Miguel has been good this whole time, right? It just got to the end here where he just kind of, you know, fell off his rock a little bit. But it's okay, right? You know, we all, you know, get there sometimes. And, he's, and I think it's just a little bit of the culmination of, again, him being nervous. Decision day is coming. <laughs> Don't do I know what I want to do? And like, oh, my God, if I say no, I'm going to be single again. And isn't this why I went through the process to be married? And so he has a lot to think about. And it all all of his fears and everything came out and every little thing that you did that an, that annoyed him just made him even more meaner or angrier, if that makes sense. But overall, your your view of Miguel is that he is a really good guy, right? And he has been sweet, and he gets up, and he makes you breakfast, and he cooks you dinner, and all of these little things. And he just had a, a week where he was just just kind of just really scared, but, you know, just mean and. And his mean is not good mean. (laughs) But anyway, but they just need to figure out what they really want to do. Don't stay married for the sake of just having someone, because there are many people out here who are married and they are not happy. Okay? Mm. So it's not worth just to say you have a husband, just and you're not happy. Seriously. Uh, But. There are people out here, don't get me wrong, who are very married and very happy. <laughs> okay, I just want to say that for the record. But, yeah, I'm just saying, speaking specifically for Lindy and Miguel, just make sure you make the right decision and make sure if you decide to stay married that you really do put effort um, and time in your relationship. Okay, I'm going to end this there. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, Stasia and Nate. Uh, yes, it's next. Okay. Okay, we're back. We're going to go ahead and get started with Stasia and Nate. Now, Stasia and Nate should not take as long as Lindy and Miguel. Lindy and Miguel, I always just feel like I just got to go on and on. So forgive me if that was pretty lengthy, but let's go ahead and get started with Stasia and Nate. So Stasia and Nate, you guys know, well, I said last episode. <laughs> um, I do kind of believe in this couple. I think they are a beautiful couple. But they do have some things they need to work on, and I've already dressed what my highlights were for them. So we'll go ahead and dig in. So Stasia and Nate, they're driving home, too. They're in the car. Um, the scene comes back to them laying in bed, and uh, the plan for the day is that they're going to go ahead and head out to Stasia's new home. Because remember, she was building her home, I believe, at one time or something, and I think, I guess, it's done now. But I'm not sure. I I feel like he's been to the house because remember a few weeks back when they showed him in the kitchen and we were talking about her marble counter? But um, it's, it seems like this is the first time he's going in, but it's the first time we're seeing the rest of the house, I guess, because we're now going into like seeing other rooms. I think a few weeks back we saw the bedroom and the kitchen counter. But anyway, long story short. So they're heading out today to check out the uh, new home. Um, she, We get to the house. She's giving us a beautiful home just from the outside, from just what we can see, and, and I really love her front door, that brownish-woodish horizontal frame like that. Um, she also uh, gives him a tour of the inside. And, again, the house is pretty nice. It's clean, uh, and Nate was saying how it was very white. Uh, it's almost also... She was saying, okay, we got to take our shoes off and make sure that we don't have any oil in our feet because she didn't want the carpet to pick up, you know, any oils from the feet, therefore, you know, tarnishing the color of the uh, rug, eventually down the road. Um, The bathroom, I don't remember anything specific. Um, I do remember them, uh, you know, he was making, because she was basically saying, look, not only is this my home, this is your home, this is our home together, because we're, you know, we're going to be married, and if there's anything, you know, I want to start decorating, if there's anything that you want to do as well, um, I want you to definitely, you know, make an input, you know, um, make suggestions, recommendations, whatever, um, and we can talk about making some changes together, because I want this home to feel just as much your home as it is mine, okay, and so, but (laughs) but at the same time, when he was making recommendations, I can't remember what he said about the backyard. He said something about doing something out there, and she just kind of gave this look, and she was like, well, who's going to do that? And he said, well, I can do it. And she was kind of like, well, um, I don't know about that. (laughs) So mm, that's when I kind of recognized, okay, well, she doesn't seem to be very receptive because there were a few other things that he was pointing out when she was giving him the home tour tour and he was making recommendations about this or that, or what about we do this and do that, and she just kept, everything was just shutting it down. No, 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 so anyway, we'll see. Um, He also mentions that he's concerned about having kids in that house, and she says, why? And he says, because it's so white, and that kids are going, they're kids, they're going to make a mess, they're going to draw on walls, they're going to have their toys out, you know, you you can't keep a house nice and white, and clean and kid-free <laughs> when you have kids in the house. And her thing is, yes, that you can raise your kids um, to not mess up the house, to not run on the walls, to, you know, not leave things a mess, or just to have a one room that's just dedicated to where they make their mess and their toys, but that, you know, the rest of the house has to be kept a certain way. And so her argument was that you can teach your kids those things. His argument was that you cannot, they're kids, and you have to let kids be kids and let kids play, so that's why he was saying he, he was concerned about the house. So we come back to them after commercial, and they go to a home design studio, uh, whereas you would go to a home design studio, as we all know, and you pick out your you know handles, your doorknobs, you pick out your paints, you pick refrigerator, you pick out everything. So they were looking at some things. I'm really not really sure what they went there to get, (laughs) because it looks like she had everything, but, you know, maybe there are a few things that I miss. But again, we're on the same uh, pace here. Nate is making recommendations and suggestions, and is doing what she does best. She kept shutting everything down. Um, So she was not letting, basically going to let him do anything, which had me put in my notes, then why Why are we even here? <laughs> it's like, he would say, "Oh, well, I kind of like this. And she's like, yeah, but I don't think that's going to work. Or he would say, or I like that. And she's like, yeah, but I don't think that's going to work. And so it was like everything, it's almost like she was saying, I want you to give me input. I want you to give me recommendations. This is your house too, but I really don't want you to give me it. I just want you to like <laughs> whatever I do and just agree with it. Uh, You you understand? So, yeah, I wasn't feeling that either. So, um, Nate decides that they should probably go out to the mountains and go hiking. And something else, okay, pause for a second. I just noticed, too, that I'm seeing more of a serious side to Nate um, the last few weeks. Um, I guess a lot of us thought of him as a player or a jokester I guess at the beginning of the episode well the beginning of the season excuse me when it first started and we all just thought that he was just you know there running the streets just trying to hook up with every woman and really didn't want anything serious and all those things but I've seen a more aware um open uh conscious, serious side of Nate, right, and it's like he's realizing that, okay, this whole marriage thing is not a joke, this is serious, and I want to make sure that I am making the right decisions um, for me and for my wife, right, and even, and we'll get into it, because we're talking about the conversation that I'm about to go into here, and we'll go ahead and get into it now, so they go hiking. So they pull off, and, and it's a nice hike. Um, I used to hike where I used to live. There was the mountains there that I would go hiking on a weekend. It was like a mile and a half up, and it was a mile down. And I would do that on the weekends, and it was really nice. I just love being out there with nature and amongst, like, just trees <laughs> and trails and other people hiking as well. But uh, where I am now, theres not there aren't any... I mean, I guess I can drive there. But anyway, long story short, this isn't about me. <laughs> so there go hiking, really great scenic views. I love it. Um, I like things like that, like on a weekend with your partner and just go out to the mountains, and it gives you a great time also just to kind of, like, talk and connect. Um, but anyway, so they get there. So eventually they pull off to the side, and there's a little table or something. I guess they're making um, – guacamole or something um she he is having her cut up some limes i guess he's working with the avocado i don't know what they're doing but either way i'm more concerned about the conversation so they start talking about kids and nate brings it up of course because it seems like every since their conversation at the house about the children it seems like he is really concerned so he so He's concerned about, okay, I don't even remember how the conversation started, but I I have here where Stacia... Okay, let me go back to Nate. Nate is basically saying, you know, whenever you have kids, it's a serious task, right? Because they're your kids. They're going to be kids for a long time. He said that he um, expects to be a committed, full-on dad 24-7, and I thought he was going to say for the first 19, 20 years or 18 years. He said for the first three, (laughs) I was like, what? But I guess he's talking about where you have to, because when they're babies and and they're toddlers or whatever, you have to watch them. You you know, because they can get into things and they need your uh, attention and time um, more when they're much smaller like that. Like a baby can't take care of themselves, right? You have to make sure that you're always available to watch your babies. But then when they start crawling and walking, you want to make sure that you're always there to make sure that they don't go into the wrong thing or touch the wrong thing or, you know, plugs or outlets or picking up things that they shouldn't be picking up and putting in there. So he's basically just saying, in those prime years, zero through three, they will need us 24-7, Right, as they start to get a little bit older, they're a little bit more independent, they're going to school, you know, they can talk, and if they go somewhere and come back, they can tell you what happened, you know, things like that. But when they're 0 to 3, they can't talk, they can't express themselves, so he wants to be around more during those stages. Okay, stasia is saying that, well, she wants, of course, to have kids, but she says she also wants to make sure that she spends time and has date night with her husband. She wants to make sure that they can still go on vacation, whereas Nate says, how can you have date night and go on vacation when you, you know, have kids, you know, zero to three, you know, when you have kids, you can't leave your kids with a you or leave your kids with a family member, like, that is irresponsible. It's his view on how he sees it, whereas, and he, but also, Nate thinks that having kids for some reason is like the end zone of life, because the way he talked about kids was almost like it was this this dreadful thing. Oh, then the kids came along, and my life ended, right? And to him, it's like the, of the pit of hell. Like, okay, well, then now we had kids. Well, that's it. There's no more friends over, no more, you know, uh, wine and dining. There's no more vacation. There are no more... Um, whatever whatever is good to Nate all of that is out the window when you have kids and that's kind of a negative way of seeing kids okay Um, and I'm with Stacia because she was okay well wait a minute kids are not negative things they're positive things you know and why are you looking at having kids and starting a family in in a negative way so that was their issue And they just could not see things the same that way. Um, I think that was kind of it. I didn't really go too much into it. That's something that they definitely need to work on as far as A. Well, I guess I'll I'll do that in closing. But, okay. The other thing I did note here is that Nate is very serious. This goes back to what I was talking about a few moments ago is that he real – oh, yeah, and then we talk about the – okay, so – He's very serious in this conversation because he is basically aware that okay, I know that decision day is coming. Um, I've gone and seen the house. Um, I've we've got matching tattoos. I've matching tattoos with my wife. I am in this. I understand the commitment I've made to her. I understand the process of the show, and I'm in it and I'm here now. Um, but even after, you know, going to the house and going to the design studio and then listening to I guess, her um, ideas of what she wants to do even after having kids. He's kind of wondering, okay, if I move into your home, let's say things don't work out. What what happens to me, right? Because if I'm giving up my lease or when my lease is over, I move it, what happens to me? Where do I go if you put me out? And, of course, she's like, well, I'm not going to put you out. We already talked about that. Of course, nobody goes into a marriage saying you know we have a fight I'm putting you out the house I mean nobody says that right that's but it happens all the time right people break up and they ask the other person to move <laughs> it's just what it is Um, so yeah so anyway so she was like well I don't have any intentions of putting you out but his thing is he feels that with all of I guess with all of, I guess he's starting to see where there may be some things that don't align in their thoughts on certain issues and so that's what's scaring him He's probably scared if he makes a mess in the house and she starts to complain or gets upset if he leaves something on the counter if he doesn't flush the toilet or doesn't change the paper roll or you know spills something on the car he's i guess he's and then he's scared and then also he's thinking man if we bring kids into the house she probably wants to have kids soon but i want to kind of enjoy our lives a little bit before we bring kids because once the kids come along that's it so i think he's starting to get a little bit nervous And he's wondering, okay, do I do this? Or if we do this, how do we do this where I also feel secure? Um, So anyway, so that's why I said that I like how he's thinking. Um, He's not the, you know, the Nate that we thought at the beginning of the season. He really does have a various, excuse me, a very serious side where he looks at things. And he tries to understand everything, right, not just for today, but down the road and for tomorrow and into the future. So I do like that. All right. Um, now, I think that's really it. The only thing I would say here, just to wrap them up, is that I think Sasha and Nate are good together, right? I, I, number one, they're a beautiful couple, and I, I said this last week. Uh, number two, they fit well together, right? When you, If you see them, you would probably be like, you and you, okay, together, right? You would just kind of envision them being together. Um, I'm not sure if he's told her he loved her yet, or maybe, I'm not sure, I was going to say they have both told each other, so they're kind of there, but I'm not really sure if he's said that yet. But she needs to work on, they need to have a conversation about the kids thing. Number one, how many kids do they want? Number two, when do they agree to start having kids? And how do they plan to raise the kids? Talk about that. And then also, they need to, have a conversation about, okay, something that's going to make Nate feel comfortable because he, she has to understand he is moving into her house that she bought and she built. He understands is not her home. So it's not his home, excuse me. And there's always going to be that idea in the back of his mind that, hey, look, if things don't work out, it is nothing for her to put me out or call the cops and they tell me to leave because it's not my home. Okay, then where do I go? And so she, they need to come up with something to give him that confidence. Now, I was talking to a friend of mine last night, <laughs> and she made a good point. She said maybe something that they can do is come up with – oh, shout-out to Rose. Hey! <laughs> maybe something that they can do is um, <laughs> is uh, either she can put him on the deed, right, uh, or what was the other thing that she said? She said that he she can, let me grab this real quick because it was a really good point that she made. Let's see here. Oh, I can't find it. But yes, she said that Stasia can put Nate on the deed. Uh, I was looking for it, but I can't find it. Sorry, guys. Okay, so either Sasha can put Nate on the deed, or what was the other thing? It was really good. But those are the t- those would be some things that she can do to make him feel better. Uh, what was the other thing? So, yeah, so they need to f- figure out the issues about how many kids, how to raise them, when to start, and also come up with a plan for if, so Nate feels secure and comfortable and confident that if something happens that she's not gonna just put him out. That he also has um you know that he can also feel like her home is his home, let me put it that way. But anyway that's all that I have on Stasia Nate. So we're gonna go ahead and move over to our next couple, which I believe I said was going to be Mitch and Christian. So we'll go over to Mitch and Christian. Thanks. Okay, so here we are with Mitch and Christian. Now, there shouldn't really be, there isn't really much here, but we're still going to talk about it. Okay, so Mitch and Christian are, I believe they were still in the car at this point, or they were already at home. And they basically were just talking about how they had a great time uh, this weekend. And he specifically said he had a great time because she was there. So I thought that was really sweet. And it seems like in the last two episodes, Mitch has been, in my observation, more aware that he needs to pay his wife some compliments, right? And Which is good because after that big, huge, major, major fight that they had um, uh, two weeks ago, He recognizes that she needs that. She needs to feel that she knows that he's there and that he sees her and that he finds her attractive and that he feels empty without her or he enjoys having her in his life. You know, she needs those little things. So those little things, how even last week over the weekend, well, last episode, excuse me, when he said, I know that, lindy is the prom queen but you're my queen you know and she was like oh thank you that little comment made her feel good right he recognized that okay i understand that this is all about lindy but you're my queen and then also here when it's like, okay yeah we all had a great time together but i had a great time because you were there again I'm, I'm, i'll just stop there but i'm just saying that he recognizes that she needs those things so as a partner when when you recognize especially after that big blow up two weeks ago what your partner needs making the effort is making those changes does that make sense and that's why i say sometimes with with lindy and miguel lindy's always saying okay this is just who i am and i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying but i don't see where she's making the effort right remember i I said that last episode Whereas here, after that big fight at the table two weeks ago, and also with Dr. Pepper and everything, and the whole issue with Mitch talking about Christian's appearance to her sister, that whole thing. Once he finally got that, hey, I'm not making her feel comfortable with who, in who she is. That's my bad. I need to make some adjustments here. And ever since then, he's been paying her little compliments here and there. And so I like that also. Um, so eventually Mitch has to leave because Mitch says he's going on a business uh, conference. And um, so he's going to be away from Christian and I don't know her dog's name, but he's going. And then so she asks him, are you going to miss us? And he says, yes. Um, but anyway, so he leaves on his conference and um she eventually i don't know how many days it was later but she eventually checks in with him so she does a video chat and he's just posted up by his car and she said we're just checking in with you to see how you're doing and they both tell one another that they miss each other and she said yes or no tell me the truth do you miss the dog's name um snoring <laughs> and mid <Mitch> said yes <laughs> I believe he said yes. Check me if I'm wrong. Uh, but anyway, so that was kind of funny. But uh, it, it was it was kind of interesting because it was the first time, because remember, since they filmed, they've always been together. Now, whether or not Mitch has been going to work, we haven't seen it on the episodes because every time we see them, they've been together. But this is the first time that they're actually apart that we can see. Okay. So we see him going to quote unquote work, right? A conference. She's not there. She's at home. So that whole kind of like your husband's away, you're calling him to check on him. So that was kind of sweet is where I'm getting at to see with them. So he, he's at his conference working, knowing that he still has his wife at home does that make sense so it must have felt kind of good because before the show he would go to work or go to conference and he didn't have anybody waiting for him at home you understand what I'm I'm comparing so I'm just saying looking at his before and looking at his now it's like oh how sweet I'm so happy for him that that they're finally here and he's grown a lot um since the beginning of the season to where he is now um he's grown a lot really Um, almost like an Olajuwon, but I think whereas episode season 14 didn't realize how much of a butt he was until he watched the season play real time, that's when he was like, oh my gosh, oh wow, I was a jerk. And I think that's what's happening with Mitch is that as he is watching, but he was able to pick his up during the taping, but I can only imagine... Even how it is now, and you can hear some of it actually during the after party, when he realizes, like, "Whoa, I should have just worn the shirt," <laughs> you know what I mean, or "I should have just did this," or "I should have just did that." Like, I was making a fight about just stupid things. So, oh wait, anyway, I digress. Okay, so um he finally comes home. Well, no, they're they're in a the car. I don't know if she went to pick him up or whatever, but they're riding in a car she's asking you know how the conference went and apparently it was a work conference somehow they get into this conversation about the women that were there and of course mitch just can't help being mitch he's like yeah of course there are women there There are beach-like women there you know meaning attractive women of course um who who you know are in that environment and so she kind of asked him because i guess she noticed that he didn't have his ring on and she kind of asked him about where your ring was. And he said, Oh, I'm sorry, baby, I said my pocket. And so she was kind of wondering why he took the ring off. And he said that, you know, he just didn't want to have to answer a lot of questions, um, because of the process and didn't you know, didn't just want to get pulled aside with people wondering, okay, why do you have a ring on? Okay, so let me Okay, pause here for a second. Now I understand how some people are taking the whole him not having a ring on mean that he was trying to cheat or something on a christian i didn't take it that way what i understood is that and again as i always like to preface i could be wrong i am not an expert i'm just a observant and i just see things a certain way so i'm just expressing the way i saw it now they are taping a show, right? And which means, because remember, even when they were taping, people were trying to figure out, okay, well, who are the people that's going to be on Married at First Sight? Well, we just know that somebody is, they're taping, but we don't know who they are. We didn't find out who the final couples were until the end and right before the season started. So I don't think that his, the people who he worked with, let me put it that way, or the people who he would normally engage with at the conference, right, or his boss or whoever. I don't, don't understand, you know, his, his works specifically, but whoever these people are, want the last time they saw him, he didn't have a ring on his finger, and then out of nowhere, the first time they see him, maybe in what, two months, right, he's got a ring, so, of course, that's going to pose a lot of questions and things that you're probably not ready to answer. Like, oh, yeah, I'm taping right now for a reality show. Oh, it's the show called Married at First Sight. It's on Lifetime. So, yeah, I've gotten married. Nobody knows about it. The show hasn't aired. You know, but just keep a hush. Don't say anything. It's a big secret for now. No, you, you guys understand where I'm coming from? So it's not a discussion or anything that he can really get into nor explain because they're taping a show. He just had to step aside from the show and go handle some real work issues. But he's going, and after that conference, he was going back to the taping of the show that he's on, which is not out yet, and people don't even know that they're a couple, nonetheless, that they got married because it's, it's the, they haven't completed the season. So I think, so in that case, yeah, you have to take your ring off, um, and it's the same thing, almost like well, I'm the Bachelor or the Bachelorette, right? So when they're taping, we know who the Bachelor and the Bachelorette is, right? Because they announced them before the ending of the previous season. But when they end taping, we don't know who they've selected, right? So they go when they want to meet up, they have to go and meet up in this secluded, secret house that allows the bachelor to meet up with his bride or the bachelor, I mean, you know, his bride-to-be or the bachelorette, you know, to meet up with her husband-to-be. And so that's where they meet for a month or two just so they can have some time together without the world knowing because it's a secret until it airs. Same thing here. That's all that I was saying. Okay, I'm going to move forward from that. I digress. (laughs) So... um. I'm just going to add this in here because now I've totally messed up the concept, but Mitch was saying about, you know, having a good time. He was saying um, after the party was the after party, after the after party was the hotel lobby or something like that. And, you know, it was one of these R&B songs that was out um, a few years ago, but that's what he was, So it was just funny to hear him say that. I was like, okay, Mitch, I'll see you. <laughs> um, okay. So, and the other thing, the last thing I'm going to mention here, because they go into this um, ping pong thing that they're going to do with um, Alexis and Justin, but I'm going to save that for the Alexis and Justin portion. But what I will say here is that what I did like about Christian here, and this goes back to my highlight, is how she didn't let the ring thing get her upset, right? Because normally, Christian would have been like, you didn't have your you know, and you don't want the world up, but at the same time, I also believe a little bit of it is because she did kind of understand um, that, okay, well, we're taping, nobody knows, like, I, I get it, you can't have your rap, So there could be that, right, I guess, who knows? Um. Or at the same time, you really do have to pick your battle, right? And maybe they're both coming to the realization of when it's best to actually have a fight. <laughs> or, okay, are we really going to argue about this? Or are we really going to argue about that? And also remember, too, last time, um, the whole issue with him talking to the sister and Dr. Pepper, that whole thing. When she apologized to him, she said, I did not like the way I behaved and I owe you an apology for that. So she said she wants to do better at just going off, right? And I believe in this moment, perhaps maybe because she understood maybe why he didn't have the ring on, or maybe she didn't, maybe it wasn't even what I said, maybe he just didn't want people to know he was married, I don't know, but she just felt that, you know what, I'm just gonna let that one go, it's not that serious. I'm gonna ask the question, I may just voice my concern, but then we can just let it go. Let's go out here on the waves and just have a good time. Also, she really did enjoy seeing Mitch and her dog, you know, on the on the surfboard, and she said they look so cute together. And how attentive uh, Mitch was to her dog to make sure that you know he didn't fall and or nothing happened to him is what I meant. So, and he knows how important her dog is to her, so he knows that he really needs to. Um, you know, just be mindful of that and and, and make sure that she sees that he does love her dog as much as she does. All right. Okay, but we're going to go ahead and end it here. Um, As far as things that I think that Mitch and Christian probably need to work on, um, I like... Christian needs to continue to be honest with Mitch. Which she is going to do anyway. That's just Christian. Um, Christian also though, needs to allow Mitch. Well, no, Mitch needs to continue to grow, right? Because he has grown a lot from the beginning of the season, and I like that he recognizes when he does something wrong and that he needs to, you know, make adjustments. So he needs to continue to do that. They need to figure out what their life will probably look like seriously after the show, right? Because he was saying how it was weird, even I meant. Remember, I had just said that. He said that when he had went to the conference, you know, it was weird because it was okay, he knew that he had a wife at home, you know, and in a sense, like, okay, wow. You know, it was just, I, I can't remember how he said it, but the realization that, wow, my life is really different now. It has changed. Like, you know, I'm not just single Mitch anymore. Um, and so he needs to figure out that even, once they decide, on decision day, decide to stay married, which I believe they will, uh, that he need, they need to figure out how to blend um their lives, their two lives together into one in a way that doesn't make it seem as if one is taken away from the other or hindering the other or taking the other back. Does that make sense? Like, they need to be able to come together in a way that they recognize that, okay, even after the taping of the show, even after, you know, the producers and everybody is gone and we're in our own true life now, that you are um, an enhancement to my life, right? Because if Mitch doesn't feel that, he might leave. And in, in Christian's case, if she doesn't feel the love that she needs or the appreciation for who she is as a woman, she might leave. So, And they have to understand this wasn't just like a little tidbit TV show thing that they did and it's a wrap like no I'm coming home with you <laughs> right? I'm coming home with you this is not just for the show we're moving out of this apartment complex Here, my husband I'm your wife no this is real <laughs> so they need to prepare for that realness because Mitch has been Mitch and he's been by himself for so long and he's been in relationships and when they didn't work he was out right it was outie <laughs> um, and so he needs to probably be a little bit more open, receptive of understanding how to bring her into his world and being okay with her there. Whereas I think Christian can just fit in either way, right? But other than that, that's it. But I think that they'll be fine. <laughs> okay, let's jump on over to, uh, to I was going to say our favorite couple, but that would be a lie. <laughs> uh, but let's jump on over to Alexis and Nate. Okay, let me correct myself. Because <laughs> I just said, now we're going to go to Alexis and Nate. And I've I done divorced Alexis from Justin. i paired her off with Nate. And Nate don't want her. <laughs> so I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Here we are with Alexis and Justin. <laughs> okay, so Alexis and Justin, we get them. They're driving home and... She says, I'm not sure if they were home already at this point or they're driving home, but she mentioned something. I think, yeah, they were driving. Okay. She mentioned something about how, oh, she was so either she was jealous or something of, you know, watching Nate and Stasia play around with the whole, you know, sexual panty, with the, you know, vibrating panty thing and just having fun with that. And so she said she was just kind of like, oh, wish she could have that. And so Justin um, then agrees and says, yeah, they look like they really did have fun. But uh, then they went into some other conversation about something. And he said that he wanted to work on a few things. And uh, he said he wants to be able to get on the treadmill. And Alexis, who just loves any opportunity, to throw shade at her husband says, Well, is there an option that on the I'm assuming on the treadmill, but is there an option that will help you with thrusting? Okay, pause. Pause, 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 pause. Okay. Oh, she gets under my skin <laughs> each and every time. Oh my goodness. Okay, so. Mm, okay. Can decision day come any sooner? Because I need, we need to start a petition. Hashtag free Justin. (laughs) Please, free Justin. Okay, you know what? I think I'm going to be okay, though, actually. Because my boy just stand up for himself this episode. So, okay, I I think I can get through this, (laughs) this podcast. But just to talk about it. Any chance she gets to throw shade, throw jabs, right, whatever, at him on national TV, she will take. And let me tell you something, if I was a man, I don't want no wife like that. And as a woman, I don't want no husband like that. You should uplift me, encourage me. You should not be trying to stick a pin in me every chance you get. That is ridiculous. And he just takes it. He doesn't even say anything anymore. He don't even cry. He's not shedding no tears for her. He just kind of like, just was like, hmm, (laughs) okay, gotcha. But just to throw the shade, is there an option to help you with thrusting? It's to let the viewers know he's 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 not he's not doing his thing or he's not holding mama down. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just saying what she wants us to think or believe. Whether it's true or not is not my business. But just the fact that she wants to plant that seed in the viewer's mind about Justin. It's not making Justin look bad. It's making her look bad. I'm going to get off of this. Okay. So we come to another scene after they come back from commercial. Justin is excited because he's going to go pick up his dog, Maya. I believe her name is Maya. And (laughs) first of all, I'm like, okay, Maya's been there this whole time? (laughs) Ooh, okay. But anyway. So he goes to pick up his dog, Maya, and he misses Maya very much. Maya is happy to see him. Uh, He said that he had to choose marriage over Maya, which was very hard for him to do. But he figured it was the best thing to do at the time because he was trying to save his marriage because of the incident with Maya attacking Alexis's dog, and he did not want Alexis to be upset with him or for it to dampen their relationship here. They were just coming off of a great honeymoon, and then this happens. So he was really, he appeared really sad that he had to give up his dog, and he feels that he made a big contribution to this marriage by giving away. Some, his dog, someone who means so much to him. He's had her, like he said, he rescued her and has had her since day one. Whereas he feels, and I always like to say feel because it is important to recognize the other person's feelings or emotions. It is very, so whenever I'm saying he or she feels, I want to stress how I think, of course, in my opinion, the other person is feeling and that it must be acknowledged. So he feels felt that Alexis did not have she didn't have to make any major um, decisions or she didn't have to lose anything in, in their process, whereas he had to lose his dog by giving his dog away. Okay. So he picks up his do- he picks up Maya there in a the car. Maya's again, like I said, Maya was happy to see him. She's in a back seat. His friend, his best friend, he says, Chris, comes over um, to pick up Maya. Apparently, the way they're making it sound is like Chris is going to take Maya forever. Like, Maya's going to go live with Chris now and forever. Whenever he wants, he can go see him. No, I We know this is not going to end in, <laughs> in the yes on decision day. So it's not like, you know, Alexis and Justin are now going to be married forever. And so, yeah, okay, it makes sense that Chris take... No, Chris is taking a doll because in a week or two, <laughs> Maya will be going back home with Justin. Um, But they're making it seem like it's just permanent thing. It's not permanent. It's temporary. Now, Alexis comes in, and she's going through the whole charade. She... Says hello to Chris, but it's almost like Chris had to be like, uh, "Excuse me, hi." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, hi, you know, Chris or whatever." But if she could have just came in and said, "Oh, I didn't know," because I guess he didn't know she was going to be there. I guess she came to pick up. I don't. I don't know what she came over for. But she's saying that she, excuse me, Justin's saying that he didn't know that she would be there because um, he said that she had taken her dog. and She said she was going to her apartment and taking her dog. Home. Nonetheless, she shows up. And so he was in that moment having time to talk to Chris. Well, once Alexis showed up, it looks like I don't know if it was just the editing, but it looks like it was just cut short and they just loaded up the car with the dog and all his stuff. Um, also, when they come back in, and so eventually maya drives off with Chris and they're gone. So Alexis and Justin come back in the apartment um they're just on the couch she slumped over no care no emotions she says with her mouth i just want you to know i'm here if you need me i know that this must be a difficult thing um but i do want you to say that i understand i do want you to know that excuse me that i understand i don't know if i necessarily buy that um you can say things with your mouth right but it's always at the end of the day for me going to be your actions. You can say things all day. I don't. I don't go by what people say. I go by what they do. So that's why a lot of times I don't care about what Alexis is saying. When somebody says, "Oh, Alexis said this and she said that," I don't care about that. What is she? Sh- what is she showing us? What is she showing him? What is she doing? Don't. I don't care about your words. Your actions weigh more than your words, for me. So that's it. People can say things all day, and then they change what they say. So I try to be the kind of person, if I say I'm gonna do something, I try to lean in that with my action. I'm not really someone who's just all fluff. I'll say I'll do something and just don't do it. That's not really my personality. So if I say I'm gonna do something, I'm going to do it. Or if I said I'm gonna do something and realize I can't, I'm gonna also say, you know what, I can't do this. But just to tell you I'm gonna do something and it just all be a lie and just not do any of it or not even care how that affects you, that's not really me either. But nonetheless, um, we get a cutaway to now we have Alexis and Stasia who are, I'm assuming doing yoga or working out or stretching. And then we have Justin and Nate who are working out Again, it's just an opportunity for them to come together um, and just kind of talk. I don't think I took any notes on the Alexis and Stasia conversation because I didn't care about anything Alexis had to say. Um, but anyway, they, so Justin and Nate are working out. And I was more concerned about this conversation because I already know what Alexis is going to do. I wanted to know what... I want to know where Justin mind is at right I want to know what he's thinking because she can say yes or no I I really don't care but I'm more concerned about his mental state of mind and his well-being and him being able to get through this process so he's talking to Nate and he shares with Nate about a, a conversation that he had with Alexis where he asked her where she kind of was with the whole decision day thing. You know, did she think she's going to say yes or no, kind of like where she was at. And a couple of things that he said. He says that he wouldn't reassure, she wouldn't reassure him. She wouldn't answer the question. She was kind of, you know, going back, waddling, going back and forth, not really saying a yes or a no um, about it. And he was saying that that was hard for him to believe that because she, quote, unquote, is kind of a straightforward, kind of an honest person. If you want to know something, she'll tell you. But for some reason, she couldn't tell him or couldn't verbalize it. He found that to be concerning. Um, the next thing is, so now Nate says that she's leading Justin on, and that she's a liar. Thank you, Nate, okay? I, I like Nate, because Nate's been really peeping Alexis out, I think, for the last few weeks. And he's been voicing his concern about her, and he hasn't been sugarcoating it either. So he said, yeah, she's a liar, and she's leading him on, which is what we've all been saying. Um. Nate also says his mind is made up. He knows what he's doing. He said he is at a 90% no. 90% no. I believe it. Yeah, I believe he's at a 90% no. I don't know what the other 10% is, but, well, anyway, whatever. I do believe that he is at a 90% no. Um, He also says that he feels that he was played. Thank you. He recognizes that she's been playing him. And I think I said last week, it probably goes back to Dr. Pepper week. I don't think it was in uh, Mexico, because they didn't have any issues there. She was definitely was not playing him then. She was trying to see if she can kind of adjust to this and, and do this and just kind of have a good time with it. And then come home with the dog thing, and after all that, yeah. So I And then she realized eventually she was done. The whole... Okay, pause for a second. So, Alexis does this thing where she always has her hand on his leg. And I don't know if she thinks because she just reaches over and lays her hand on his leg, then that means that, see, I like him. I'm in love with him, right? I care about him. This is my husband. You know, like, that doesn't mean anything just because you're touching him on his leg. And as we can also see, he has not been, I, I just realized, he hasn't been extending just on his own free will, just reaching over and hugging her like he used to at the beginning or touching. You know, unless if she's holding his you know, she'll, he'll hold her hand, you know, type of thing. But just as affectionate, I guess is the word I'm looking for, as he was at the beginning of the season to now, it's not the same affection that he's expressing, right? It's very less. She's just touching him just to have us think she cares about him. Look, I'm showing him if I'm touching him. That doesn't mean anything, girl. And, and, and I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he says that his emotion is now out of it. Okay, so let me pause. There. I'm sorry, I was reading my notes. So he's basically saying that he's he, he's done. He knows he's 90% a no on decision day. He's no longer um, has his emotions um, in this marriage anymore. Uh, He realizes that she has played him, and when he's asking her about what she intends to do next week, she can't even tell him the truth. I like the fact that he is awoke now, and he knows what's going on, and he is not going to let her play him. So kudos to you, um, Justin, on that. I was so—if you're listening to this podcast, which I don't think you are—but I just wanted to let you know that I am so proud of you. I am so proud of you standing up for yourself. I am so proud of you recognizing your own worth. Okay, and if one—if a woman—if one woman doesn't value or no—if anyone whether it's a male friend or your um, partner, significant other, if they don't see the value in who you are, then you have to let that go. You cannot force other people to like you or to accept you, right? And if she's going to have an issue with the fact that you have emotions and she sees that as weakness, then maybe you're not for her, right? And that's okay. Okay. And maybe she's not for you, right? So, but I'm just happy that you stood up for yourself. You realized your own self-worth and value. And you realized that you were not going to settle with someone who's not going to be happy when you walk through the door, right? Or like Christian said, who is not even going to really like me, even with a little bit of makeup on. So kudos to you. I'm so proud of you. Let's move on. We are basically done with Justin and Alexis, but I did want to touch on now something else that happened here. So Mitch and Christian meet up with Alexis and Justin to play ping pong. Now, there was something you, okay, I don't know what that is. I can't even read my own handwriting. right <laughs> now. Okay, so. So we have um, Mitch and Christian and Alexis and Justin playing ping pong. Somehow in the conversation, it seemed like Justin wasn't really there, right? You know how it is when someone's kind of like, hey, is everything okay? Are you there? <laughs> you know, he just kind of seemed a little bit out of it, So, and, and we can understand why. Uh, remember, he just had this conversation with Nate not too long ago. In his mind, he's at ninety percent. You know, no, so he's just in that zone per se. Um, okay, so then <laughs> I have here Christian, Christian, Christian. Why? <laughs> um, why would you have them bring up the story about not worrying? Okay, so she they're having a conversation about, you know, how their weekend, whatever their day was. And so Christian shares with Justin and Alexis that, you know, Mitch had to go away on a conference for work. So she kind of missed him. I don't know it was for a day or two, whatever it was. but uh, And so Alexis had asked, well, did you guys get to, you know, talk on the phone or a video chat or anything at all? And she said, yeah, we did get to video chat. We had fun. And then uh, Christian mentions somehow that, mitch didn't have his ring and that's where my why 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 why, why came in because why would you even give alexis that piece of nugget why you already know she's messy christian um you know she doesn't want the best she's already got one couple divorced. you know she tries to throw shade every chance she gets at mitch so why would you even give her that nugget about mitch not having his ring on and all she's going to do is try to open up that can of worms and try to make Mitch look bad. But I did like how Christian and Mitch didn't even let her stand on it, right? So so Christian talked about Mitch not having his ring on. I guess Alexis kind of acts like, why would you not have your ring on, whatever? And Mitch explained he just didn't really want A whole lot of people asking questions. He didn't want to have to do a lot of explanation about what has happened and how he went from no ring to ring and whatever. And so, but then Christian did take a moment to vocalize a little bit. I thought she was about to get upset, but she said what she had to say about that whole thing, and then she left it alone, and then they changed the subject and went into something else. So... And Mitch it looked like he was a little nervous. He didn't know if this was going to become a blow-up, but I guess it appears he was kind of happy to see that, okay, no, you know what? She was just voicing that she didn't like that that happened, but it didn't become a thing, okay? So i that's also part of my highlight, where I was saying they both recognized that in one another. So she he is able to recognize that she just needed to vocalize that. In that moment, she just needed to say, well, I didn't like the fact that he didn't, you know, but it doesn't mean every time she vocalized that she's not going to get upset. Or it's going to go to a ten. Let me just let her vocalize it, and that's okay. And Christian was able to do that, so it wasn't an issue. He was a little nervous, but he realized, okay, no, no, this isn't going to be a big thing. Let's change the subject and talk about something else. And they did, and that was that. Uh, so now the change, the conversation then changes to how there. Alexis and Justin's weekend or last few days have been and what they've been up to and so they were talking about how Justin had to go get Maya and brought Maya home and his best friend Chris came and got him and then they were talking about their relationship and how he kind of acts Alexis about where she was at now Alexis this goes back to me saying I don't care about your words Alexis is telling them that she told Justin that she was at a ninety percent, meaning that she's just not able to she's not at hundred percent yet, but she is when i'm sorry when I say ninety percent for anybody who doesn't, who doesn't from not familiar with the show, meaning that when they go to decision day to meet with the experts and the experts who pair them off to be married who sent them out for two months now as a married couple, and they have decision day to come together and decide if they want to remain married. If they want to remain married, then they're married. They just remain married and they go on with their lives. If they decide that it's not gonna work out and they wanna get a divorce, then they go through a process, you know, the, the process to get divorced. You have to file the paperwork, et cetera. So she's saying that she's a 90% y- um, yes on decision day. I call bull. Um, again, just words because we have been seeing her actions, and we have been seeing the way she treats him and the things that she says and how she tries to make him look stupid, quote-unquote, can it teach you thrusting on the treadmill? There's no way she's at 90%. And she takes those jabs at him every time. Every episode, Alexis has taken a jab at Justin. She's not at 90. She wants us to think that she is really giving her all in this marriage, and she is at 90 percent and she's going to give her all and if it doesn't work out, it's going to be Justin's fault. Alexis is just saying she's at 90. She's not at 90. She's probably at five or 10 percent. It's just words. it doesn't mean anything. Um, the other thing, pause for a second, that just came to mind. I wouldn't be surprised to. If, hmm, if she knows for sure that he's gonna say no on decision day, she might just say yes, just so she looks like it was in her fault that the relationship didn't work out. You understand what I'm saying? If she knows for sure he will say no, she'll say yes. That way, Justin looks bad and looks like he's the one who ruined their um, their marriage, and how she was she was in it. Right, But if she's true to herself, she'll say no. Um, but anyway, so Mitch then asks Justin, is so is 90%, is that good enough for you? Um, and Justin says, no, 90% is not good enough for me. And I can understand where, in my opinion, Let me put it this way. Okay. Let's say Nate and Stasia. So let's say Nate was like, well, we know Stasia that, yes, all right, she's at 100%. Well, mine is little things here and there, but let's just say she's at 90%, 100%. So let's say Nate says he's at 90%. If Nate told me he was at, or told us he was at 90%, I can see that. Does that make sense? Because Nate is, he checks off a lot of the things that with Stasia. Like, he doesn't take jabs at her. He doesn't throw shade at her. He doesn't, he speaks highly of her. He cares about her. He's in love with her. He just wants to make sure that he's making the right decision for himself and that he can provide something in this marriage and that he's not losing out in himself by becoming, meaning that, you know, if he loses his apartment, moves in with, Stasia, And then six months down the road, they get into a big fight. She throws him out. Where does he, he wants to make sure that those things are set in place. His feeling towards her, he's in. He's just trying to, 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 to kind of set up the, um, you know, the outside things, some of the outside factors that all kind of plays in to the success of their marriage. Right? So that's, so if he told me he has a 90, he's at a 90, I would believe that. That's what I'm referring to when I say, when Mitch asked Justin, her being at 90%, is that good enough? He says no, and that's why I'm saying I agree. If Stasia said, yes, I'm good enough with Nate being at 90%, I would say yes. I, I, I support that. I can understand that. That's what I mean when I say that. I'm with Justin here. That ninety percent from Alexis is, is bull crap. Because she's not at ninety. She's just saying it to make herself look good. All right, I don't want to go on and on. Um and again, as he's as Mitch is talking and Justin is just sitting there, he just looks done. He looks tired, he looks exhausted, he's out of it. And I have noted here. Boo is he's checked out. That's what I have <laughs> in my notes um and that's really it um it 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 just it was just too much uh oh oh my gosh okay anyway i'm gonna leave it there uh so (laughs) that is it on alexis and stashia and we're gonna go ahead and get ready to wrap up the show okay Okay, so first, I want to thank you for spending some time with me today. Um, And as we discussed and recap, Marita First Sight, episode 15, if this is your first time listening, thank you. (laughs) If you are returning, thank you. And also, please be sure to give the podcast a five-star rating, please. (laughs) This will help with the algorithm and will also help other listeners find the show. Now, please come back again next week. Let's do this again. And till then, have a great day.